Welcome to the Christian Coach Podcast. We are excited for you taking the time to join us. Coaches, listeners, thanks for being a part of what we're doing. We remind you that our mission is to serve coaches through conversation so they can lead like Jesus. And I'm real excited to be one of the co-hosts. My name is Jim Good. I'm serving with a ministry and nonprofit called Nations of Coaches. And before I introduce our guest, I'm just thanking him for taking the time to be with us. He's a personal friend. Uh, he's got a story. It's powerful. Uh, he's the assistant coach at Embry-Riddle University uh, men's basketball. It's a Division II school in Daytona Beach, Florida. Um, he's a husband. He's a father. Uh, he is a man that is walking the walk. He doesn't just talk the talk. I love him. Uh, he is also the former head basketball coach at Leesburg High School and uh, had a successful run a few years there and then a former college athlete. And we actually coach played against each other way back in the day. So we came out of the class of 97. But Coach Chad Keller, welcome to the show, my man. Man, thank you, Jim. Uh, you make me sound really cool. I don't think I'm that cool, <laughs> but I enjoy listening to your your intro right there. Uh, yeah, it means a lot to be here. I've been able to connect with you, obviously, with our friendship for a long time, and I thank the world of you, man. I'm just happy to help in any way I can, and Nations of Coaches, obviously, means, means the world to me. A special spot in my heart. They've uh, been very impactful for me, so awesome. look forward to talking with you. Yeah, Coach, thanks. I, I do mean this. Sincere, heartfelt thanks spending time with us and sharing some thoughts. Those that listen to the show, Coach, we always start off with our power question. So, Coach Chad Keller, I'm going to ask you, what does it mean to be a Christian coach? That's obviously a great question. I think the very first thing that pops into my mind when I hear that is just I'm humbled. Mm. I, I'm literally humbled that I am a Christian coach and that the good Lord has given me this opportunity. It gives us all different talents and different, uh, you know, things that tools that we're to use to, uh, you know, help him in his kingdom. And I've been just blessed to be able to pick up a few. I, I'm not good at a lot of things, but I think coaching is one thing that, um, you know, I'm able to connect with some people and, and have an opportunity to impact some lives. And when I think back of the coaches that have impacted my life, that's where that humility comes in. I'm I'm just honored to be able to do that for other people because I know what they did for me. Yeah. And I would not be the man I am today without them. So I get to do that for someone else. I mean, that is just amazing. And then just the past few years, especially, you know, the the platform and the power that God's given me with the, the journey he has me on can be incredibly impactful to our players and and I, I think anyone who's willing to to listen to it. So yeah, I'm just I'm just honored, humbled that I get to do it every day. Well, you're doing it well, Coach. I know you've been doing it for 20 plus years now, and like you said, uh, I think God wires each and every one of us, and we have different gifts, we have different talents, and then when we are humbled, God can use our story, and and we get to not only coach the game that we love, but we're coaching life and ultimately sharing those examples. And we'll share and find out a little bit more about your story, but let's do this, Coach. Uh, take us back to 8, 9, 10-year-old Chad, man, growing up in the neighborhood. What was it like? Uh, tell me about mom, dad, brothers, sisters. Where are you from? Yes, uh, great age you chose right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, at age nine, my family moved from Pennsylvania to Florida. So my first nine years of life were in the snow and, um, you know, in, in Pennsylvania, just diehard Steeler fan, you yes, know, kind of, I think they put it in your bloodstream at birth. I mean, it's just to this day, I mean, I'm still frustrated we lost yesterday. Yes. But, um, you know, great upbringing, you know, great family uh, unit, very blessed there. Moved to Florida. My parents did when I was nine years old. So I've spent the majority of my life in central Florida as I grew up in St. Cloud. I went to St. Cloud High School, played there. Went to Flagler College where I played in St. Augustine, then coached in Leesburg. And then just really been fortunate in what's 27 years of coaching to be in two locations, Leesburg mm -hmm. High School and Embry-Riddle University in both great programs and surrounded by great people. So I've been very fortunate on my path. I'll tell you what, that is unusual. And that's a good point, Coach, being in just two spots over your career, because as you know, our profession, man, these coaches are all over the place. So let me follow up with that. What, what do you, how do you, what do you attribute that to just being in two spots over your career? Yeah, well, the good Lord, for sure. Yeah. I mean, he got me uh, to Leesburg High School. I finished playing college basketball as point guard. All I cared about at that time in my life was playing ball. And right. you know, I didn't even think ahead of what I was going to do, never even considered coaching. And uh, I always remember uh, the guy that backed me up, TJ Good, and I started. He was my backup point guard. He was two years younger than I was. Good friend. You know, I loved playing with him. Well, he played at Leesburg High School, and his coach would come to watch him play, and he would watch me on the court, and I was always vocal and running the show and kind of the, the coach on the floor. And he just called me up and said, hey, you're going to be my assistant coach. I want you to come over here and interview with me. So I don't know how it happened. The good Lord <laughs> I guess, got me there. And, you know, it was a special place. Seven years I spent there, just great memories. Um, uh, working with the, the kids at Leesburg, just had an absolute blast. And then got to come to Embry-Riddle. And, you know, if any of you guys out there know anything about our program, I'm just super, super honored to be here. And, mm. and it's, a, it's a phenomenal spot. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a great ride. We'll talk more about Embry-Riddle and the culture and what you guys are doing there up in Daytona Beach. And uh, I love, I got to go back, being a Steeler fan, now I know why we get along so good, man. Right. Black and gold, baby, all the way. So uh, I always tell people Pittsburgh's a great place to be from. I, I love living in Florida now, but I, I love my roots and where where uh, God had me planted there. Uh, do this, Coach. Tell us this. Um you, we're about the same age. We're getting close to that 50, getting close yeah. to that big five Oh half a century, but looking back, who are some mentors in your life and what maybe specifically they've taught you? Great question. I believe that I've taken a little bit from a lot of people uh, poured into me and, and have impacted my life, but I always come back to, to three uh, gentlemen, mentors that, have just been everything to me. Uh, first is my dad. Uh, I'm I got the best dad. Yeah. Um, taught me what work ethic was all about. What being a grinder was all about. Just a blue collar Pittsburghy kind of guy. Just mm -hmm. would work from sun up till sundown, and he always did things for others. He worked his butt off every day for our family, and he was always giving. He'd give the shirt off his back to a neighbor, to a friend, to, and obviously for his family, he'd do anything for us. So, 
know, he taught me, I think, what hard work is all about. And, um, man, I, I, I owe him everything. Uh, the second guy is my high school basketball coach, Coach Tim McMullen. He's passed on now. But, man, when I talked earlier about being humbled that I get to coach and I get to have an impact on someone's life, he changed my life. He made me who I am today. I was just a soft, sissy boy, ninth grader showing up with limited skill and, and just had a passion for basketball, but I wasn't very good. And he had that ability to draw it out of me, and he made me tougher. I mean, he just made me a grinder and tough, and, and I just – I owe him so much. I, I just remember being in high school and thought, man, Coach just – he walks on water. He just – whatever <laughs> he wanted me to do, I would run through a wall for him. I'd do anything yeah. for him. And he had that ability to draw that out of people. And, man, did he impact my life in, in a major way. And then third is my current boss, best friend, mentor, Steve Ritter, who hired me and brought me here at Embry-Riddle 20 years ago. And what has he not taught me? Um, golly. Um, his ability to take his passion, and it's so consistent every day, day in and day out, combined with accountability and doing things the right way, and getting an entire community to rally around him for all the right reasons. You know, he's just, he is just always there for me. He's always got my back. I've been going through some trials here lately. We'll talk more about it. And he's just, he's family. He, he's, he's taught me how to be a better husband, a better man, a better dad. He's taught me the importance of priorities in your life. I mean, I could go on and on. He's just done so much for me, which is why I'm here yeah. getting gray and old <laughs> uh, 20 years later because I get to hang out. I get to go to work. I yeah. wake up every day. I get to go to work. Yes. Not one day have I ever woken up and said, oh, I have to. This is my therapy. This is I get to come here. Yes. Then you get to go to work and you get to hang out with someone that makes you better every day. Yeah. And that you can really have a what is a real relationship. So to sum it up, um, those are three guys that I think I've taken the most from, hands down, the impact of my life at, at the highest level. Powerful coach. Thanks for sharing that. Uh man, get to go to work. Changing your have to to your get to, man. That right. is a major concept if we can just grab a hold of it will change your life. So I appreciate you saying that. And I echo coach Ritter. He, he just makes you better, man. What a mentor in my life. Got to know him personally. He's, he's for real. He is the real deal. And, and I had chills when you're talking about your dad, man, just, just, I can relate to my dad. Uh, my dad would say this coach, you know, my hands are dirty. So your hands don't have to be. And I'm doing what God has called me to do because my dad made those sacrifices working in a steel mill uh, yeah. and blue collar. And I just love hearing those mentors and the things you learned. Well, do this, coach, uh, as you kind of flip the script now. And we have a young coach listening maybe today. He's an ops, maybe a JV coach, uh, a young GA. What advice would you give that younger coach? Good question. Uh, number one. A piece of advice would be make it big time where you're at. Mm, that's good. And I, I was the JV coach at Leesburg, age 22 to 25. I literally thought I was the head coach at Duke. 
I mean, I I walked in that gym. There was nothing more important than my guys and our practice that day and what we were going to get done. And and just don't don't overlook the current opportunities you have to impact some lives and be present and be there. I think so many young coaches are thinking, what's my next step? What's my next step? And as you're doing that, you're losing perspective on what God's given you that day to really maybe maybe have a a 10 minute conversation with one of your players after practice that he needs someone to talk to. Yeah. You're still consumed about what's going on next. No impact where you're at. Make it big time where you are. You're blessed to have that opportunity. Don't don't overlook it. Mm, That's good. Uh, That's number one. Number two would be. have your priorities in life. Uh, make sure you got them in order. Mm. Young coaches get consumed because let's be honest, we love basketball yep. and the passion that comes out of you. And then you get into the coaching profession. You're like, man, I'm going to be the next Rick Pitino. I'm going to be the next guy. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go here for two years and here for three. I'm going to do that. And you get so consumed with the passion of the uh, job. Maybe you forget a little bit about your wife or your kids mm. and spend a little extra time there. So I think having your priorities in order, just like we talk about, you know, it's easy to go find basketball players that can play. It's easy to go find good students. But for us and why we've been successful is we work harder to find those that are really good at both. You just got to work harder to be a quality student athlete. You just got to put in more work. Same thing goes with a young coach. You can be a great husband and a great coach. You don't have to pick one. You don't have to say, I'm putting all my time into coaching and I'll get with you in a few years. No, that's not how it works. Get up every day and work harder to be successful in both areas. Yeah. And younger coach, listener, uh, rewind that last two, three minutes, coach. Great advice. You talked about make it big time. I like that. No matter where you're at, you know, it it doesn't matter where you coach, it's why you coach. I remember hearing that and just – have that belief in your program. And Jason Romano, who does some stuff with Sports Spectrum, he always talks about, you know, bloom where you're planted. And God has you in a different season of your life, wherever you're coaching. Just just take pride in the fact that you're the JV coach, you're the ops guy, you're the GA, and don't worry about the next job. Just get real good at where you're at. So I appreciate you saying that. And, man, priorities, I think we're still learning them. Even at almost 50, we always need to be reminded – of that. Uh, do this, coach. Educate our listeners about Embry Riddle. Tell us about the culture, maybe of the school, where you're located. Uh, I know you're a Division II school, but just educate some of our listeners about uh, the university and then maybe the culture of the program. Sure. Uh, Daytona Beach, Florida is our location, NCAA Division II athletic program. Our university. Uh, if you go back 35 years ago, really was a flight school, aviation-oriented engineering programs. We are the best in the country in our aviation program and engineering. We're top-of-the-line academic uh, school, but athletics didn't really exist. So this speaks to what Coach Ritter was able to do. He comes in 35 years ago. They have no gym. They have no scholarships. It's basically a club team, and he takes it. And he brings that passion and fire, kind of ignites it. And now here we are sitting this in 2023, state-of-the-art facilities, beautiful campus, all of our athletic teams up to over, I think we have 450 to 500 athletes now, 20-some teams, and we're all playing in the best conference in the country, Division II, Sunshine State Conference, which is 
incredibly competitive, especially in the uh, basketball side. Men's basketball is just mm-hmm. it's brutal. I mean, we, we got 11 teams in the league and so you're playing 20 conference games and there's not one gimme. There's not not one. You got 20 wars every single night uh, home or on the road. It's going to be a battle. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, we built a culture that fits our university, but we also feel like it's the culture everybody should be trying to build uh, based on student-athlete and student-athlete experience, not just basketball. We want to be well-rounded. We want to recruit what Coach built the uh, program on is recruiting what we call the package. you got to be a student, person, and player. you got to have all three components at a high level to get recruited to play in our program, have the privilege to wear the blue and gold. And then while you're here, we're going to try to maximize you in those areas. So you come in as an 18-year-old uh, kid that's on the right path, but now we want to send you out. Our goal is you're 22 years old, 23, and you're heading into the real world, and we've nailed it. We've maximized you, and we've got you set up for success in life after basketball ends. So our culture has been really good. The number one thing we recruit is just character. Just got to make sure we surround yourself with the right people and you have a better chance of uh, putting together that team and that family unit. Yeah. Again, we're with coach Chad Keller. He's the assistant men's basketball coach at Embry-Riddle University. And I echo that coach. Uh, The profession that I'm in and being around college basketball for the past, you know, few years. And then as a high school coach for 25 years, the Sunshine State Conference is for real. Top to bottom, unbelievable talent, uh, extraordinary coaches. And just I enjoy going to these games, serving some of these coaches in this conference. It, it is it is a war, like you said. And I, I just uh, – man, respect the conference so much. And I love that package deal. I have tasted, I have touched, I have seen Embry-Riddle from my first probably team camp as a young 22-year-old coach back in 1997 going to team camp. And this package thing is not something that Embry-Riddle just talks about. You guys live it, you preach it. And so thanks for sharing that, Coach. Uh, Man, I'm so excited that our listeners are finding out more about Embry-Riddle, more about you. So let's pivot a little bit, Coach. Let's transition. And you, you tell me as much as you want, as little as you want, um, just what's going on, man, with your health, um, with some of the trials, what, what God's teaching you. And I'll just let you open up a little bit. Yeah, uh, honored to do so. Uh, I am 48 years old. Forty When I was 43, I went for a colonoscopy, my first one, as my dad had a little bit of colon cancer. And man, I was running five miles a day. I feel great. I get done. I wake up. I'm like, all right, I'm good to go. And they say, no, sir, you are not good to go. You have stage four cancer wow. and you have a 15% chance to live five years, which is the uh, the ratio, the numbers that they give you. And so, man, it was uh, obviously a tough day, kind of swallowed that. But uh, here I am four years and four months later, just did my 61st round of chemotherapy oh. last week, hmm. had seven surgeries and 61 rounds of chemo. And I'm fighting now. I'm fighting every single day and I'm I'm in a I'm in a battle. But as I've mentioned many times, as hard as it is and um as challenging as it is, I look at it and it's all about perspective. For me, 
God has given me gifts through cancer. You know, the gift of perspective. I don't take a day for granted. Today is the first day in seven days since I had chemo last week that I woke up. I feel normal today. I feel good. I have my juice back. Yes. And I tell. I just told some of our players as I was walking up here to talk with you is don't take one day for granted. You're running up and down this court. You're so healthy. Man, you are in the prime of your life. Don't take one day for granted. And for me, I don't take anything for granted. A conversation with one of my children, uh, time I get to spend with my wife, uh, getting to coach at practice. Are you kidding me? You know, I don't know how many days I have left. And I live every single day with that right there as a reminder. And so I live the way we should all be living. And I really feel like it's a gift because I don't take things for granted anymore. And how many days did I take them for granted? As a young coach, I'm sure I, I mean, countless days where I would, I'm driving home and I should be thinking about what am I doing with my kids when I get home? No, I'm thinking about uh, recruiting or camps coming up or whatever. I'm just consumed with other things. And man, when you get hit with some adversity like this, it really rocks you and puts your priorities right square in order. Yeah. I've been very blessed that good Lord is working through me. He's using this, um, you know, illness, this tough situation for me to help impact others. And uh, I'm just, I'm running with it, man. I'm just leaning into God as much as I can. And I guess what he's teaching me through this is let go, you know, mm. just let go mm. and, and, and let him, he he's controlling my steps. You know, you know, we, as men, we try to plan out our course, but God's yeah. he's, he's controlling the steps and just trust him, let go and just, live the heck out of every day. Man, I appreciate you opening up and sharing incredible lessons that probably maybe you, you don't learn if you don't face this adversity. Right. And I think it's Coach John Wooden says this, you know, adversity will break you or adversity will make you. Yeah. And, and Coach, I, I know it. I see it. I, I see your fighting spirit. You're an inspiration to me. You're an encouragement. Here I am. As you know, my role, regional director, trying to encourage coaches, and I'm getting texts from you and right, you're encouraging right. me and, and praying for you, Jim, and your family, man. Everything good or scripture verse. So I just want to publicly say thank you. You keep fighting. God has a plan for your life and you're impacting people. And that's what we're called to do, you know, as coaches. You know, it, it's the game we love, but it's the athletes we love. And sometimes our story becomes it, it's powerful. And I know you're impacting and influencing people through that story. And let me follow up with this coach, because I know you have tough days and I'm so glad you're having a great day today. It's no accident, man. We're doing a podcast today. We've been trying to do this for weeks now and just different conflict and just health and schedule. So I'm glad you, you, you got your spirit, man. I see it. I feel it. But tell me this coach on those tough days, and maybe there's a coach listening that, is struggling with cancer. Maybe he, his wife has an illness. Maybe, maybe his parents are going through something, but how do you, how do you get through those tough days? What what are some tangible things that you just mentally have to prepare for to keep fighting? That's a great question. I think uh, we're talking about, you know, coaching. Yeah. We're talking about what, lessons we've learned you know and now we're getting older well one of the greatest lessons 
that I learned through basketball was uh, perseverance. Mm. And for me, like I mentioned, I went into high school and I was the third string center on the freshman team <laughs> of a big, fat, chubby kid, never even played basketball. I started playing in eighth grade. And the chances of me getting to play on the varsity, if you ask my teammates back then, they'd laugh at you and say, yeah. He'll never make the team. You're crazy. <laughs> I had about a 1% chance, you know? And then I go to college. I'm a walk-on my freshman year. I'm the 16th man. Mm. And by my junior year, I'm the starting point guard team captain receiving a scholarship. Mm. And I had about a 1% chance. So when they said, you got a 15% chance to live five <laughs> years, I'm like, well, I'm the 15, you yeah. know, let's go. Like there's a lot of guys that aren't, they're not made, they're not built like me. They haven't been through yeah. stuff that I've been through. So for me, I can rely on leaning back into past experiences of I've worked my butt off. I've fought through hard times. I, you know, that's what coaching is. Coaching is grinding. Coaching's hard. I mean, some guys, there's a this small percentage out there that's being compensated at a high level. The majority of us are working our butts off for not much money. We're just doing it for the love of it. Yeah. So if I'm going to work that hard for the love of the game and I'm laying there on chemo, like Saturday was a good example, Friday and Saturday, I'm, I mean, I'm having a hard time getting up. It's just the fatigue, the nausea. I'm just laying there. Well, I'm thinking about my wife and I'm thinking about, I mean, she's an angel sent to me and, and my kids and I want more days so I can grind. I can mm -hmm. grind today. I'll get through this today because now they're what I'm fighting for. Yeah. You know, and it's not about me making a team or me being this great coach. It's I just want more days. Yeah. I just want to fight. So for me, I think that's the beauty of team sports. That's the beauty yeah. of it all coming together. Yeah. And then, I mean, just leaning in and talking to God. I mean, I, I just sit there. I lay there and just talk to him mm. for freaking all day. I mean, I just I'm laying there because I can't get up. I'm hurting. Mm. Um, so, you know, those are the things that get me through. Yeah. It's more of a, a mindset than anything else. Right, right. And the common theme that I'm hearing, Coach, is, you know, just perspective, priorities, you know, grinding, fighting, changing your path to into your get to. And just just hearing your story and knowing your roots and where you come, you're prepared. Mm. You have been prepared to fight this battle and and you're fighting it well, my friend. And so yeah. on the outside looking in, I'm just going to say, keep grinding, keep persevering, keep keeping God number one. He's got this all planned out. Again, with Coach Chad Keller, assistant coach, Embry-Riddle University. Uh, so grateful for you spending the time with us on the Christian Coach Podcast as we got just a few more minutes. Coach, let's do this, and then we'll end with uh, some fun questions here. Again, appreciate you opening up and sharing. But being an assistant coach, you know, 20 years now, sure. here's my question. What makes a good assistant? Because <laughs> you're a good one, Coach. What makes great. a good one? Yeah, thank you. Um, you know, without question, the number one attribute is loyalty. Mm. I mean, you have to be all in yeah. with the head coach, which is why I've been here for 20 years, because that's my guy. And we're like this. And I I mean, I run through a wall for him. I'll do yeah. anything for him. And as a head coach prior, you know, I, I had some good assistants. I had some bad assistants. Yeah. And that was the number one thing is how how bought in are you? How loyal are you? How much are you willing to fight for for this, for us? And when the head coach is such a. Uh, 
but he's reciprocating it on the other end where it's about us. And it's yeah. not I, 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 you know, we don't use I in our program. It's we, it's what we get to do. It's us. And, you know, that's number one. And then number two is just, you gotta be a hard worker. Yeah. You gotta be loyal and you gotta be willing to get up and just bust your tail every day. And three, you gotta be humble yeah. because you're not going to get all the credit all the time where the head coach may get his name in the paper more. He may get this or that. You have to be loyal and all in and okay with that. Like, hey, that's this is us doing that. It's his name on there more than mine. Yeah. But we are doing this together, and, and I'm great with that. Yeah. And I think there's a lot – there's not enough people out there right now that are uh, – selfless it's yeah I, what I, i'm gonna be here for three years and i gotta be i gotta yeah. keep moving i gotta keep moving i gotta keep moving well yeah. here's my thing i'm sorry i'm getting a little fired up but here's my thing when, <laughs> preach, the, good coach, lord, when the good lord takes me and it could be a year it could be two it could be ten it could be man i'm, I'm praying this i just want to grow old with my wife yeah. and, and, and be with my kids but i don't know when it's going to be but they're going to put on my tombstone which they're going to put down my name and i hope that they put these things um, man of God, mm. great husband, great dad. Yeah, that's it. They're not going to write, uh, was the uh ops guy at yep. a division one for six years, right? 47 percent, uh, three point shooting percentage. <laughs> his, yeah. his winning percentage, oh, they won this, they won. Who cares, right? Right? It's not, it's not what it's all about. And too many people in this day and age are caught up with those things, True. it doesn't matter. It, you know, I just I want to get I just want the opportunity to dig in and make an impact wherever I'm at. Yeah, and I think we all need to be doing that. And and it's just Facts, it's humbling yourself, humble. Yourself. Yeah. Facts right there, man. Preach, preach, baby. I love it. Our identity is not in what we do. Our identity is in who we are and whose we are as believers and uh, assistant coach. If you're listening, man, tune into that. Uh, being loyal, being a hard worker, be, being humble. Uh, man, this is good stuff, coach, right here. How, how are sorry? How are you ever going to then get to be a head coach and expect it of of your assistance if you right. didn't give it, if you didn't give it when you were the assistant? Exactly. Well, you so got to give it so that you can get it back later. It, yeah. and that's, that's Pat, just not worth Pat Riley. Pat Riley says this: the disease of me is real. The disease of me, you you got to be more selfless. And I can't think of a better selfless position than, than being an assistant coach and being loyal, being humble. It's not about you. It, it's about serving that head coach. And coach, you're doing it well, my friend. All right, here we go, coach. We're finishing up. The shot clock is on, my man, okay? Okay, all this right. Is, this is 10 questions. It's my rapid fire. So the first thing that comes to your mind, these are just okay. quick yes, no favorites. So shot clock's on. You got a minute. I'm starting the clock. Are you ready? I'm nervous, but I'm ready. Let's do it. <laughs> Clear the mind, baby. Here Let's we go. It. All right. Number one, your favorite snack or junk food? Ooh, I like chicken wings. Does that count? Can yeah, I we'll count that. Chicken wings. Uh, you know, I'm not a dessert guy. I don't, okay. I don't do sweets. Favorite wings. All right. Favorite wings. There you go. Wings are his favorite. Favorite restaurant. Favorite restaurant, Outback Steakhouse. Ooh, I love me some Outback. Favorite sport to play? To play golf. Nice. Favorite sport to watch? Basketball all day long. All right. Uh, you want a sports car or a truck? Truck. Easy. Truck. All right. Beach house or cabin in the woods? Tough one. 
That's a tough one. You got to talk to Gwen on this one. Find I know. Out I, know. Yep. I can go either way. Okay. One, but I'll, I'll, I'm going to go beach. I'll go beach. Okay. Our favorite ice cream flavor? Chocolate. Nice. All right. Two-week paid vacation anywhere, U.S. or across the globe. Where are you going? Two weeks. Two weeks. Man. I'm going to Europe. Okay. And I'm going to try to see every country I can. I've been there twice now. had a blast both times. Yeah. But there's so much more I would like to see. So I'm going All to right. Europe. Last two, man. Here we go. Favorite Bible verse or like a scripture or reference? Uh, James 1, 2, and 3. Mm. Pure joy, my friends, when facing trials of many kinds. That's a good That's one, good one's Faith develops perseverance. There you go. That one's in Hebrews. Good verses. All right. Last but not least, here we go. Favorite Bible character. That's a good one. There, there are a lot of them out there. I mean, I think I got to go with Paul. Okay. All day long. I mean, the impact he had in, in this. Yeah. I mean, the impact of that yeah. guy who was a sinner who was persecuting Christians ends up impacting yeah. the world at that level. Always makes me think, you know, we're all capable of more and and we don't even know what's coming he had no idea what was coming you're right we don't you're know right. what's coming tomorrow we don't know how we're going to impact the world next year so good character good character coach keller this has been awesome man long overdue so excited your story this uh this interview is going to touch a lot of people and what i'm going to do right now if you don't mind i'm just going to kind of close in prayer i'm going to pray for you your health your family gwen embry riddle university and i just say thank you for the time spent with us today Let's All pray. Right. Thank you, man. God, thanks for who you are. Thanks for loving us. Thank you for the free gift of salvation, the relationship we can have with you. Thanks for uh, Coach Keller, uh, the lessons that he's learning through some tough trials and ob obstacles. And just reminder of that verse in James, that the, the, these trials develop us. They develop our character, our faith, our perseverance. And he is fighting this battle, Lord. So ultimately, Lord, I, I do. I pray for healing. But I pray for your will more than anything. Pray for his wife, Gwen. Pray for his family. Thank you for the impact he's making up in Daytona Beach at Embry-Riddle University. Bless their season. Pray for their team, their health. May they have just an incredible year coming up. We thank you for this podcast, our ministry, the opportunity to connect and serve coaches. We ask this all in your name. Amen. Thanks, Coach. Amen. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Thank you very much.